Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, before we dive into the word, how many of you have your, your Bible here? I want us to wave it. Wave it and make the devil mad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so good. That is so good. No, the word of God is so powerful. All right. Um, I remember Smith Wigglesworth always says that he never considered himself fully dressed without the word of God in his pocket. How awesome is that? You know, it's supposed to be the same way for us. We should never I mean, consider ourselves fully dressed without the word of God. Somebody said, I got my phone. <laughs> oh, I can understand that. Yeah, praise God, praise God. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. We are so grateful for this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for your, the power of the word of God. Thank you, Jesus, because you're going to speak to each and everyone's heart. Thank you, Jesus, because we will never leave this place the same way we came. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome your presence in this way. Thank you, Father, because uh, we trust the Holy Spirit this morning. That if we think through our mind, speak through our lips, and it will live big in us this morning. Father, we thank you for your power. I have not come with the enticing word, but Father, but with the power, but in demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit. We give you praise, honor, and adoration. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Welcome, guys. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And I'll be speaking uh, about, uh, I'll be teaching on uh, um, prayer today, but not really specifically. We are not going to dive into prayer, but part of prayer. Just part of prayer. Um, many, uh, what I'm going to teach about today, probably many people don't know that, but probably only few know that. But because the Bible says, my people are perish for lack of knowledge. And I believe today you guys are going to be blessed. Because I remember I was seeking the Lord that uh, what am I going to, um, I mean, teach his people today. And I felt led that God wanted me to speak on uh, casting your worry unto the Lord. Or you can also say uh, the prayer of commitment. Casting your worry unto the Lord. And uh, there are different kinds of prayer. Now so many times you only know about one prayer. So you only do one prayer. Sometimes uh, we bring this sack and we put all this uh, all our prayer in there. We shook it up together. We just pour it out. So prayers have a different ways. There are different ways we pray. Now, if you don't have the understanding of that, you will miss out. All right. But I'm going to show you just one kind of prayer today. All right. There are about eight types or eight kinds of prayer. Uh, probably some of you only know one. <laughs> God asks, God give me this, God give me that. No, there's, the prayer is more than that. You know, there's a prayer of faith. There's prayer of consecration or prayer of uh, dedication or prayer of submission. There is prayer of commitment or casting your worries on the Lord. There is prayer of worship and praise. There is prayer of agreement. 
there's prayer or pray in the spirit or pray in other tongues. There's united praying. There is prayer of uh, intercession. See, there's about eight of them. If you don't know how those things work, and those these prayers they go with principle. It's just like sports. You know, we have a different kind of sport, but there are different rules that guide those sports. And we have a soccer, we have a, a football, whatever you want to call it. We have a table tennis. You can apply the rules in table tennis to play soccer. You're going to get all confused. You can apply the rules or the, the rules that guide football to rugby. You're going to get all confused. But that is what is happening today. That sometimes we don't see answers to our prayer. But there are rules that guide prayer. And it's everything is being laid down in the word of God. Only if we can find that. You, know, you will never pray and just say, I, I don't receive prayer anymore. Or I don't receive answers to my prayer. Once you know the rules that guide prayer, I mean, you always receive answers to your prayer. But I said, a common thing that guides his prayer and his faith. But other than uh, the main thing, just like a ball, you know, you just say, table tennis ball, you have a soccer ball, this kind of stuff. The common one is faith. That's just the foundation. But the principle, I mean, the rules follow after that. So I'm going to be talking about prayer of commitment. First uh, Peter chapter 5, verse 7. It says, casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. This is just uh, Kim Jin's version, but I'm, I'm coming. I will give you another version later on. All right. Now, if you are uh, to ask uh, somebody that uh, um, I want us to know the, the worries in the world we are living in today, what drives people to their, grave, to the, to their graveyard or to the grave, if you want to call it, is worry. The most common thing is worry. And uh, we see it from Genesis to Revelation. How God always come, do not be afraid. Do not be troubled. It's constantly his message, do not be troubled. That is always Christ's message. And Jesus and God himself, he took care of his own people so much that uh, you will never worry again. How amazing. If you go back to Genesis, everything Adam and Eve, they needed it was made available for them. To the extent that uh, God didn't create Adam and Eve first before he created all the vegetables, the animals. No. He created them last. Do you know why? Because he wants to make sure everything is available before they come in. The same thing with us today. Even before you give your life to Christ, he said you give your life to Christ not because of Jesus Christ is going to die before you give your life to Christ. See, Jesus Christ, he made himself available so that uh, I can sacrifice myself. So that when you give my life to me, everything is made available in Christ Jesus. You see, we have, uh, I mean, billions of people on earth today. Do you know one thing? If you need water, God is going to say, you know what? I'm going to create uh, more water for you guys. No. Everything is made available. No matter if another billions of people you can see it's still enough to take care of people because God is God of abundance. He makes that provision. 
So casting your worries on the Lord because He cares. So before you run into any circumstances, any situation, God already knows that. He already saw that. And already made a way out. He already made everything available. <laughs> but only if you don't know. Only if you know that it will, change, it will change everything. But before that, I want us to talk about the love. You know, we heard about the love of God. You are so loved by God. You are truly loved by God. Because if it, the Greek word for, uh, for casting, it simply means to place something upon it's like your trouble give me your trouble put it upon me you know imagine yourself you are carrying a massive load and somebody saw you say come on just come just run next to you say just drop it on me just place upon me i'll carry on your behalf that's the same thing this scripture was talking about today casting your worries upon me because i cares for you there you are god loved you so much you know we're talking about the love uh, tell me share something about the value. See, what you pay for a particular product is what that value is to you. You see, what Christ paid, I mean, what Jesus paid, he paid Jesus to sacrifice his life. So that means your, your life was the life of Jesus. So imagine if your life was the life of Jesus, Bible says, if Christ can spare not his only begotten son, if God spare not his only son, how can he not freely give us what we need? So no matter what we, our, what we carry, no matter uh, how much uh, our situation, how bad it is, God is saying, cast it upon me because I care for you. You need to lay down that worry. It's to bring your body laid upon Jesus, laid upon me because he cares for you. Because we are so loved by God. You know, you sometimes think uh, you can carry all those in yourself. God is saying you can't. <laughs> he said, put it upon me because I can carry everything for you. Do you go through some anxiety, fear, concern, pain? God is saying you don't have to carry that yourself. I mean, what's the point of having a father? If you can't carry it, our pain, if you can't carry it, our worries. But there's something about Jesus, God is this. He is not responsible for your worry, not until you cast upon him. That is it. Imagine your little kid. I mean, he doesn't know anything, just want to go to school, just want to play, but he's going through some stuff. But if you don't notice, if you don't pay attention to what your kid is going through, you will never know what to do. But not until your dad, I mean, your little kid is telling you, Daddy, this is what I'm going through. And they say, you know one thing, I got to do something about that. See, because that is what you think, you are casting your worries upon the Lord. You are casting your concern upon the Lord. You are casting your pain upon the Lord. But so many times we get ourselves caught up, we want to carry those things ourselves. But we become so stressful. We become so tired. Even in the, because we become so tired, you can't worship God anymore. You become so tired, you can't serve God anymore. You become so tired, you can't even spend time in the presence of God. Slowly, you are withdrawing yourself from the presence of God. Slowly, you don't even have anything to do with Christ no more. Because that worry 
has taken hold of our lives. We refuse to let go. So what God is saying to us this morning, cast your worries upon me because I care for you. Bible says, what manner of love is this that we are called the sons of God? That is why I say, you are so loved by God. There's nothing too big for God to do. Well, you know, he created you to begin with. There is nothing. Sometimes we have this reservation when just the little things I'm going to cast upon the Lord. I mean, the, the big thing I'm going to cast upon the Lord, the little thing I can take care of myself. See, that's why we, we, we miss the mark sometimes. Bible says God is interested in every details of our lives. Casting your worries upon the Lord. And I will see that from Genesis to Revelation. Even Jesus Christ, when he was going away, it was about to do something. He says, even though when you, I'm giving you giving your life to me, when I'm going to go to my father, hear what he says. That's really amazing. In John chapter 14, verse 1. He said, do not let your heart be troubled. See, always come with a message of confidence. Do not let your heart be, be troubled. Because I am going. So that I'm going to prepare a place for you. That's where I am. See, there's always want to make things available. <laughs> always want to make things available for us every single time. He said, when you come to home, when you get to heaven, I want to make a place for you. See, he made a place for you on earth. He also wants to make a place for you so that when you come home, you have a place to stay. Said, because I'm going to prepare a place for you. That where I am, you will be there also. <laughs> so a place where you go in your place, that's a mansion waiting for you. That is always on the Father's heart. He cares so much for you. I know today I'm, going to, I'm not going to finish this message. This is like a part one. <laughs> part two will be next week. God wants us to live a worry-free life. You know, one thing I found in my research is that um, many things that we worry about never really come to pass. Many of them. About uh, 70 to 85 percent never really come to pass. But so many times, we worry ourselves to death. But every time you worry, every time you become fearful, you give, you give room, you open doors for the enemy to come in. The same thing that happened with Job. Job said, what I fear most has come upon me. So that's what happened to Job. He feared most, what he feared most has come upon him. You know the same thing today. What we fear most comes upon us because we give room to the enemy. So the devil doesn't just jump on people. The devil has no permission to jump on people. The same thing with God. See, God has no permission to jump on you. So God needs to take permission from you. 
But something about it is looking for ways. It doesn't, it doesn't even require your permission, really. But the doors you open for him is the word that gives him permission. That is why God will never force any people to give their life to Christ. It will come. You present the gospel. It just wants to your willing heart just to receive him. Then the more you receive it, you give him permission to become the Lord of your life. See? The two kingdoms that are fighting over us. We have the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. So we are so important in the middle that the both kingdoms, they are fighting over us. But both kingdoms, they have no right over us until we give them the permission. It's whoever we yield to that become controls of our lives. So that is why some people can say, I don't want to know anything about Jesus today. You can't do anything about Jesus. You can't do anything about that. In fact, God can't do anything about that. See, God has no power over anyone's will. If he has that power, if God, everybody's saved, we wind this thing up, we go to heaven. But that's why God is waiting for you and I to give him permission to come in. Holy Spirit is waiting for you and I to give him permission to come in. But devil, he wants to come in, take control. He doesn't want to care about you. But because he's come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The God cares so much about us. One thing you have to know, you cannot be worrying and being in faith. It is impossible. You cannot be fearful or being afraid and you say, I have faith in God. It is impossible. You cannot. I mean, you can say you trust God, but no, you don't trust God. Bible says something really cool in the book of Isaiah, chapter 23. Verse 3. So 26 verse 3. He said, Thou shalt keep him in perfect peace whose heart is staying or whose mind is staying on God because he trusts him. See, a place of peace is a place of faith. A place of peace is a place of worry free. A place of peace is a place of confidence. A place of peace is a place of, a place of uh, boldness. It's never been a place of being fearful or worry because you trust God. Casting your worries upon him because he cares for you. I want to see something in the book of Mark. I mean Matthew chapter 6 verse 23 to 34. Matthew 6, 23 to, 20, to 23 to 30, 25, sorry, to 34. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. It's very straightforward. What you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the hair. They do not sow or reap or store away in a barn. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? 
Can any one of you, by worrying, had a single hours to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and tomorrow is thrown into the, into the fire, will it not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry. Saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. <laughs> but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. And that is the word of God to us. Do not worry. Do not worry. Casting your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. I want us to see again the last uh, verse, I mean the last uh, chapter of the scripture we're going to look at. First Peter 5, 6 to 7. I'm going to read it in the Amplifier version. Watch this. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hands of God. Set aside self-righteous pride, so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service at the appropriate time. Now, verse 7. Casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns once and for all for he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully <laughs> that word is uh, is powerful you know one thing is uh, God will not move until you move it's until you are committed to do your part. God is not committed to do his own part. See, there's condition with those scriptures there. There's something about the scripture. Those things doesn't just fall on you anyhow. You know, you, the promise is there. You, you know, you can talk about the promise of God. But if you are not committed to do your part, God is not committed to do his own part. So each part is casting your worries upon him. Say, I mean, your part, that's your part. His part is to make sure he take care of you. But these days, we want to do both parts. We want to do God's part, and you want to do your part. And we become, uh, how come it's not working? Of course, it's not working because you are not doing your own part. Or sometimes you want God to do everything for us. But we don't want to do our own part. So that's why I say, until you are committed to do your part, God is not committed to do his own part. So that is why we're always working together with Christ. You're always working together with the Holy Spirit. He can never do... See, sometimes you say, oh, God is a sovereign God. Praise God, yes. 
but God doesn't really do anything without us. God doesn't really do anything without giving him the permission. You see, you need God as much as uh, God needs you. Some of you are like, no. Because the Bible says, he is the head. We had the body. How many of you, you cut off your head right now and just leave your body to do everything? No, it's impossible. The same thing, can you leave your, your head alone and do the whole job? No, it's impossible. So that's why we walk together with Christ where we're co-laborers with, with the Father. So he needs you and we need him as well. But that's why we have to walk in agreement with God the Father. But because of our time, I'm, I'm, I'm planning to, um, <laughs> to show how does this thing work really. Because I haven't just got there yet. How does uh, prayer of commitment work? Philippians chapter 4. No, we don't have it there, but I'm just going to stop reading this uh, because of my time. I'm just going to read it, then we'll pick up uh, this one next week, and I'm going to talk about the principle or the rules that guide prayer of commitment. But I want us to read this, and we take this scripture with us and think about it. And I'm going to read it from, my, from, my, from here. Philippians chapter 4, 6 to 7. Be careful for nothing. <laughs> oh God. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Verse 7. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Be careful for nothing. Do you know, if you don't know, worry is a sin. Worry is a sin. It's a command from God. Be careful for nothing. Or do not fret or having anxiety about anything. That's a command. It doesn't show how you feel. It, doesn't, it does not matter how you feel. The commandment of God is there. Do not worry. You say, I have to say, when I learned this scripture, it set me free. I never worry. <laughs> it's a place, it's a greater place to be. But sometimes, you know, they, when enemy wants to bring that worry, but you know what I do? I cast it upon the Lord. Because sometimes, they, the more you cast it, <laughs> you see, it can take you hours to cast it. But I will tell us <laughs> next week. I'm just going to pray. Father, we thank you. We give you praise, Father. We thank you for your holy written word. That reveal the living word unto us. Father, this, uh, this morning we cast all our worries upon you. All our concerns that has bogged us down. The worries about families. The worries about, about loved ones. The worries about career. About the future. Worries about life. Lord, this morning, we cast upon you, God. 
and we leave it there. We refuse to take it back. And Father, I give you praise for you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Now while we close our eyes, it is very crucial that you know if you haven't given your life to Christ, this is the, the greatest opportunity. So for us to carry that worries upon the Lord, we have to carry it upon the give it to our father and once you become saved or giving your life to Christ God has become your father then you can cast your worry upon the Lord knowing that God can take care of you so right now if you are here you would like to give your life to Christ I want us to raise up our hands. If you're here, even if you want to rededicate your life to Christ. You said, Tosin, I was one uh, saved, but I've, uh, I've gone away from God. I would like to recommit myself to God. Or you said, Tosin, I've, I've never even heard about that before. I've never heard about Christ before. I would like to give myself, give my life to Jesus. Or sometimes you don't even know you've been coming to church. You don't even know you are saved. You know, you don't want to risk that. You don't want to risk that. Don't risk it. You say, I would like to give my life to Christ. This is a great opportunity for you. God is welcoming you. He would like to carry your burden for you. You can raise up your hand. Father, we thank you. We give you praise, honor, and adoration. We thank you for each heart here. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name. As we close before we pray for people, if you are here, you want to come to the front, you want to cast out, just want to get that picture that you want to cast your worry upon the Lord. We're going to open the, the front here. Just come and lay it down. Just get that picture. You are coming to the front. I want to cast my worry upon the Lord and I don't want to pick it up anymore. That is the way. By you casting it before the Lord and giving it to him, you are saying, God, I have nothing to do it with it, with it no more. I'm giving it to you. So I'm going to open the floor. Just come and lay your worry, your cares, your concern before God. And let him know. Let him take care of that for you rather than you carrying it. See, you've been carrying it for so long. It's not really going anywhere. Only because he has not been given to Christ. So God is saying, come and carry stuff to me. Then we're going to pray with you guys. In Jesus' name, amen.